actively be part of this process somehow, some way. But you're right. It could all go crashing down tomorrow. Welcome um, to NFT I, I'm a Suck. Man, and I would say if you don't understand them, going to. Hello, friends. But, um, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this podcast is dedicated to helping we're, we're you better understand the who, the what, the why, and the where of this brand new world of non fungible tokens. Let's dive in. What's happening, party people? Welcome back to another episode of NFT Suck. So great that you're here. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us. A lot of other things you could be doing. Instead of learning about the world of NFTs, heck, I don't know much about NFTs. That's why I'm hosting the podcast here. So uh, another uh, my guest today, I'm really excited about. I know everyone always says that they're excited about their guests, and you're supposed to be excited about your podcast guests. But this, this person's a real dear friend of mine, and uh, we've been on this NFT journey of what in the world is this thing all about? But let's create content. And, and, and engage though, and, and bring some value out into the world um, while we're learning that, we're, that process. We're, we're and she and her co-host, <laughs> Pun uh, Rich, well, decided to launch I, you know, a podcast last so year called NFTs Unfold for Newbies. I hate that word. And they literally started, they created the show um, from the standpoint of we don't know anything about been great this, but we want to learn and we want to understand. Really breaking down NFTs 101 and now starting to get into talking about projects and things of that nature. So I'm excited to hear from Heather on how this whole journey and came about. Uh, we had seen each other last year at Podcast I Movement I, I in Nashville. I mean, Rich was there too. I'm thinking that maybe the conversation might have started around then and this entire thing has just exploded and blown up. So friends, please help me welcome to the show the one and only Heather Perry. It's an honor to be here. We just had the first yes. We just had the first yes this morning. Which I mean that in the best compliment ever. I love the vibe and energy bringing the space Hey, it's great to have you here. So you are one of my favorite creators and you have been for some time. You're just, you've got a, a great talent. Your, your TikTok is lit. And uh, as my, as my 20, as my 21 year old daughter would say, wow, that sounds crazy to say. She turned 20 right Exactly. Well, that's the thing. I'm trying to But you're an incredible creator. And I think you and I started to reconnect again over Clubhouse. And I think the only thing that I've been able to come up with what happened. In fact, in a, you know, I, I, last year, bringing my talent to the world. Clubhouse is still a Thing, I think I think it's, there's a couple people screaming uh, screaming about Trump still over on uh, on, on Clubhouse. South by. Um, <laughs> so it's going well. But we connected during that time, and one of my first experiences with you was um, it was was on the friend side of things. It wasn't really on the business side or creator side of things. the day off. I had went through a little bit of a rough patch, if you will, last year, and you were just there for me. You were a friend. You were a true definition of a friend. Is I mean, you immediately pick up the phone and tons of energy at moments notice. Off, and I just wanted bring to, everybody to publicly to thank you for being on, a great human being I, and also just an absolutely great friend. I never for, ever forgot about, about was, that. And we've stayed idea. in touch you know, So here since I am then, with Mark Cuban, and, uh, Grant Cardone, and all these people. Like I said, we saw each other at podcast movement in Nashville Not really an NFT person. I saw Rich too. And then shortly thereafter, here we are, NFTs for newbies. And this thing has just exploded. You and I were in... I when know, I got there, I started to realize you know, somewhere I don't based know. Oh, on, I was doing clubhouse rooms. That's where called, we started uh, to really reconnect. For, for, again. Like called Grit Daily but um, out of New York, and um, you and I were talking about startup and the NFT podcast. You starting the NFT podcast? That was the reason I was in South like, You guys were like, I'm learning that twenty I'm episodes people in, that I've already met before had through like those hundred and fifty. By the way, thousand downloads, and I about spit out my coffee, and I'm like, I'm sorry, come again. And that's when I was like, wait a second, I need to do something because I don't understand about this, and I'm not doing anything unless it pertains to podcasting. 
things so like if I started an NFT podcast, as well, great daily coverage. So you guys were like so instrumental podcasting in me launching um, this. There's podcast. live events. I could bring my. Um, I, bring I my also got into the, the Twitter space and then of course, Spark program the that lasted ninety my, my days, and we were contracted to record two spaces a week. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to make good use of my time, and that's when I decided to launch the show. You guys, it's all your fault. NFT suck is all your fault. So let's back up to the beginning of the story when this whole crazy idea came about with Rich and how do you? Of course, because I've gotten we'll unpack you, the journey you, you and, thus far because I know you guys aren't slowing down NFT, by any stretch NYC, of the imagination. What's the well, what is the conversation? So I've been starting um, to brainstorm. I'm going to come know, up with it. I'm going to figure out a way to bridge Web three and podcasting oh, together you know, to help blah, people better understand. I think it's whatever. probably going to come from a space of <laughs> you know, there's story. a lot of skepticism and around I've, both, I've and people don't know and they don't understand. And where's your place in this okay, world? And really, like kind of years. You know, this is not uh, my first comparing the, uh, show the, the by two. Starting a podcast and getting getting your band acclimated to Web three. So I don't know how it's all going to work out, Heather. I just know it's going to work out. I think the two things that I learned was a finding something that is really hot right now. Get my if you're into the world podcast, what is obviously interested in it, but finding people are really interested about it for some really from it. Um, because that means you're mission oriented and you have a goal and a mission, um, but also to not be afraid to kind of yes, document the process. It. I love it. I love you so much, friend. You're so, uh, you're just a, like, just a no, really ray of sunshine in, in, in my life. And uh, because, I love what you and Rich are up to. Uh, and I, I just love you as a creator a and just a human being. And yes. Just so blessed that to have human beings like, like you in my life. And finally got you on the calendar. Finally got you on the show here. I'm like, I want the backstory. Damn it. So, uh, we, we got that done here. So any final thoughts for our listeners here on NFT Suck? Let's make 24 episodes. And just so we're accountable to learn about NFTs, and we'll have some fun. We put it out there. I swear to God, we didn't think one thing about it. Like, I went on Fiverr. I picked the first artist. Fine. We just did that out. NFTs were going to be That sounds good. We were eating goldfish and recording our episodes. I'm going to do the same thing. No content No plan. We were doing everything opposite. I'm going to double check and make sure I have it. Most definitely the link. It's going to be available uh, in the show notes at the description of this podcast episode if you happen to be tuning in live here on Twitter Spaces. Thanks so much for hanging out. And make sure you're subscribed to the NFT Sucks podcast and NFTs for Newbies. You can find both those podcasts wherever you consume podcasts. Heather Parody, it's always a pleasure. We'll have to have you and Rich back on the show once the rebrand's all done and you guys have 9 jillion downloads, which will be in like, that'll be in like December. So let's let's get that on the calendar. Sure. Thank you, Heather. No, I figured that until next time, friends. Uh, that it was going to that's exactly what was going to happen because um, yep. you know, that's a big challenge that I've been navigating through is figuring out thanks so much for tuning um, into this episode of NFT know, what, what do I talk about next sure so I've, I've used it as anything Web3 related at least one of the things that the you show. did not if you're know doing something to contribute to the world, world of Web3 we can have a conversation before you hit play because the NFT stuff already, is, make sure you're subscribed um, you know, to the again, show wherever you can see podcasts. I enjoyed a lot of your early conversations around new episodes. You know, what you guys available. bought. I mean, you guys Until had a great win on both of those projects with with the friends and also for the women. And then you told the whole story of what you and your husband did, and then like it's you know mm-hmm. NFTs, you know, being life changing, uh, literally. Yeah. Um, I've been sitting on the sidelines cool. watching V Friends two unfold, and I just don't know what to do. Yeah, that's been a while. That's been a while, Rod. I'm getting started on Be Friends too. <laughs> um, but I want to say to the point of like NFTs and Web3 and expanding the conversation, I think most people are like, oh, I'm not interested in NFTs. Goodbye, which I understand and I appreciate. But if you are a business owner, leader, entrepreneurial person, which are the people you and I hang out with, we cannot afford to not pay attention to this. And it has nothing to do with generative art projects. 
and getting in on a minute or anything like that. It has to do with bigger conversation of how our culture is shifting and adjusting and going to affect every single thing that we not only consume ourselves, but create as business owners. And so I just encourage people, even if they don't have any interest in NFTs, to pay attention to the Web3 conversation because it's here. Yeah, and it's not going anywhere at all. So how many episodes in are you guys? Oh, goodness. I think we're at 80-something, and we're going to hit a million tomorrow, a million downloads. Wait wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it crazy? It's so cool. It's super cool. Okay, so like, so what's happening now? Like, this is a business now. So, what are you guys doing? Is, is, is this, are you guys now? Um, it, it, it turned into a business in January when we first we brought on our first exclusive sponsors, and we started building out a team and and so forth. Um, we are rebranding. Um, we'll be announcing that on Monday, but we're going into and you're hearing it first. It's first here. Uh, Web3 and NFTs for newbies. So we are officially going into the whole Web3 conversation and not just being exclusive to NFTs. Um, so we, we've gone through the name change and all of that, but that's our biggest shift. Um, and Great. Now I got to change the name of the show. You got to. I do everything you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on a second. A million downloads. Holy cow. So yeah. why? So... I'm at 23 episodes and I, I gauge my success based on you guys. Cause I mean, you know, you're supposed to compare yourself to others, right? And, uh, I just hit 6,000 yesterday. <laughs> so according well, to my math, what's you that started to after us and, you know, it's kind of twofold because yes, there is a timing element to it where we were one of the very first NFT podcasts. We came out in August and I think there were two or three ah, other yes. shows you know what I mean? So timing wise, we hit it. Um, another really important thing I think that we can apply to all podcasts, and I'm sure you teach this since you're an expert in this area, but really finding like an identity where people can say, Hey, that's me. And so I think the newbie conversation was something that people could latch on to because they're like, I am a newbie. That's a word and identity thing that they took on. Um, but also, too, I mean, it helped that we had you had two podcasters who have been doing it for years and understand the game. So we've been able to move really fast. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there were some factors there or whatever, but um, it's been a lot of work. <laughs> it hasn't, you know, it's been, you know, we still run our own businesses and have families and all that. So it's it's been a lot of work. I mean, one I'm super grateful for, but, but yeah. So, so, um so you guys just recorded new episodes, put them on iTunes, put upload them to your podcast host, moved on with your day, and the downloads took spoke for themselves. There was no marketing. Yeah. There was no ads. There was no no marketing. No no marketing. No ads. We didn't even have a Twitter at first. We didn't have a Discord for several months. We have put zero dollars into ad spend or anything like that. The only money that we've invested has been on production side. So have a team to help us with editing, etc. There's been absolutely nothing that we've done. This has all been organic, which is ironic because just a couple months before, somebody had told uh, Rich that you will never grow a show organically. Um, You're completely wasting your time. So that's been really cool to see that, yes, you still can. Now, granted, are you going to be able to do that on just some super broad topic? I don't believe so, Um, but you still can. Um, It went from, I think, August, we had 300 downloads or something. September, I think we had two or three, and then it just like popped to like a hundred thousand. Then it was like a quarter million, <laughs> and it slowed down. Um, I want to say February, it started um, 
ticking down a little bit, but we started looking at like global trends and NFTs in general. Um, you know, when Ethereum started going down and so forth, people weren't as excited about it. Um, I mean, we're still getting good numbers, but I think our biggest downloads was in January and we're still riding that wave. Wow. So, I mean, it's like a snowball effect, though, I would think, with downloads. Once once you're off to the big races of, like, hundreds of thousands, then it's it's a lot easier to get to a million. A hundred percent. And then also, too, it helps with um, kind of the short consumable episodes because then you can kind of create that binge-worthy effect. Like, I, your girl is into Queer Eye right now, like a crazy person. I love that show so much. Um, it's not really short episodes, but you better believe I'm watching one episode after another. And it's not because it's a story that continues. I mean, they're standalone episodes. So even episodic, you know, podcasts, I feel, still think can do really well if you can really make it concise and entertaining in a short amount of time. And I think we've been able to leverage that too. Yeah. I've been trying to keep it under, under 30, well under 30 minutes. Oh, I, we had to do 30 minute spaces for, 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 uh, the spark program, which was painful at times. I'm a big, I'm a big 15, 20 minute podcast guy. Um, and you know, that's what you got. You guys did a people, (laughs) right? Well, you guys did a good job of being able to say, Hey, listen, you know, we're at 11 minutes. So we're going to, you know, we're going to cut this episode, turn into another one, which, uh, which was great. And you, there, there was no, what, what I was surprised about when you guys were, were seasoned podcasters, you didn't really put like the production quality was fine. It was decently edited and good audio. Like, but you guys didn't go bananas with the editing and all that other stuff. And nor were you apologetic for not knowing anything. So, nope. you know, those two things really helped out a lot. I think you got to stop saying that now because you guys do know a lot of stuff. That's just my people advice. Keep saying they keep saying like, "Oh, y'all aren't newbies anymore." Yeah, you're not. But like we talk to people who really know their crap, and trust me, we're still newbies. Okay, yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. That's a valid. No, I went to I I spoke at Miami NFT Week. Um, not about oh, NFTs. I, I I just brought my just brought my thunder thunder to the stage. Um, but um, my 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 brain was melting. Oh, your your boy was there. Uh uh uh, Bailu, Billy you. Yeah, Tom Bilyeu. Yeah, Tom Bilyeu. Yeah, that guy's brilliant. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys like went to his house, didn't you? Yeah, it was freaking crazy. And I'll tell you what, man, not only is he legit, legit kind of human, but he has the most intense gaze I've ever seen in my life. Like when he was talking, he just like dead. My mind is melting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, he was uh, he was spitting some fire from the stage. That is for sure. But that guy is. Uh, I saw that you guys had a really good time with all. So, so the sponsors. What did you guys do? You guys decide who you wanted to sponsor the show, or did they hit you up? Um, honestly, we we get hit up, um, and then we will look into the project. There was one. Um, our, our very first exclusive sponsorship. These were people that I personally have known for years. Um, and they've been done really well in the business space and they launched into an NFT project. So that was a no brainer on our end. Um, other project. I can't remember. So these are projects that are sponsoring the show. Yes. Oh, smart. Yes. Smart. Mm-hmm. So have you thought about web three solutions as, as, as potential sponsors too, or you want to keep it just to, to projects? I know we're actually wanting to expand beyond projects, um, just because it's really hard. And, um, it, it's really hard gauging like who's going to actually fulfill on their promises and deliver and so forth. And, you know, we know everybody has the best intentions. I I personally believe not, you know, it's a small fragment of people who have ill intent. Most people, um, they, they just maybe don't have the business experience or whatever. They've never launched an NFT project before. So it's really, we want to make sure that we uphold the integrity of the show. And it's not that we, 
we've 100% had great experiences with everybody we've worked with, but we're constantly getting emails from these projects we've never heard of. And it's just like, we don't want to send our newbies somewhere that we don't know is legit. So yeah, we thought we've talked a lot about moving away from projects into other other business opportunities. You've also got to find a strong project that's got, that has money and that's going places and doing stuff too. 100%. Right. I mean, otherwise 100%. I got, I think I pulled, I don't know where I got my tally of NFT failures, but I got it somewhere. I, I think yeah. it was like the Delta app, which I'm very apprehensive of these third party apps, but um, I think I downloaded it for like a half a day and it said like, it was a big red number with minus in front of it, it was like 3,600 bucks. And then I text Fanzo, I can't believe I'm down 3,600 in NFTs. He's like, don't even get me started. Okay. Until you've hit like 25 K. I don't want to talk. <laughs> I'm like, wait, at that point it was like, he was like, it, that was a couple months ago. He was like, I'm, I yeah. think I'm year to date. I'm like, uh, about 12 grand, 13 grand. Um, he started, he's starting to take off too. Uh, his show has significantly. Well, that's my favorite people. Yeah. He's, he's our, that's part of our old school crew. That's part of our, uh, our black, our blab crew, our old school social media peeps, our web two peeps. I didn't know that you you go back that far back with him. Yeah. We go somebody of somebody, do you know, Jeff J Walker? Or, oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. That's not his name. Jeff J. Hunter. Um, I don't know. Him. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I said his name wrong. Um, no, it wasn't him. It was Gary Henderson um, telling oh, me yeah. that Fanzo is in Miami and that we should, we should connect. And Fanzo replies, we've known each other nine years. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Gary's like, I didn't know. And it, and like to, to, totally understood. But it's great to have, you know, the old school. I call him my web two peeps, web two peeps coming into web three. Um, but, uh, he's doing some really cool stuff. Crazy nut is minting an NFT every single day. I'm like, that's an expensive habit Fanzo. But he's a practitioner. And so like, that's, what's so cool about what he's doing is he's doing exactly what Gary V talks about as being a practitioner of the work, getting dirty and documenting the process. And I think that's one reason people connect with him, but also too, he's just, you can't brilliant. be around him and not say he's sincere. No, yeah, so. he, and he's an incredible human and probably one of the smartest guys uh, I know. 100%. I absolutely love him. I did. I did get a chance to to, to hug his neck, as y'all say okay. in the South, uh, when he was here in Miami. We didn't get a chance to hang and, and drink some IPAs, but um, we'll have to make that happen uh, sooner rather than later. But but you know, both of you guys have been a great great encouragement for uh, for you know for what I'm doing. I'm going to keep trucking along here. I'm going to get to that million million downloads i'm so excited for you guys that's just nuts i definitely i'm, I'm gonna write a post about this whole thing this is crazy uh yeah podcasts suck nfts suck not if you have a million downloads they don't yeah not. so have you guys explored like the agency world of 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 sponsor stuff where they go shop it and and and, and bring sponsors to you not not really i mean we've kind of gone a huge swing where you know we were just doing this for fun then we're like, when we hit, I think in January, it was like a quarter million downloads. We're like, uh-oh, well, we need to figure something out. So we kind of went in the opposite end where we started getting really serious about, you know, seeking out sponsorships and monetizing and figuring out how we're going to build out a structure and blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of got super stressful and <laughs> too much. And it felt like we were kind of losing a little bit of our culture behind it. So we had an honest conversation. We're like, let's just completely step back and bring this back into fun mode again and you know pour all our energy into our other businesses but um not that we don't want to grow this and we don't want to you know leverage what we can but we also don't want to lose the heartbeat of it and so we're we're not exploring a ton of monetization opportunities and we're just putting more money back into our team and uh, trying to get back into being explorers and being curious again 
Yeah. Um, and, and being students, because ultimately that's what we are. And so that's where we're at now. I love that. I love that. Has there been any speaking opportunities or anything come out, come out of, of the of the show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to L.A. in July, I believe, for a um, Silicon Valley tokenization conference, which makes me so nervous because I'm like, there's all these like brilliant techie people. And I'm like, dude, I'm like a previous therapist from Arkansas who makes TikToks. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what am I doing speaking here? Girl, you better step into it. Yeah, dude, I know I'm going to have to like, do some reading or whatever, but I'm really excited. Um, so I think that's the one that's top of mind right now. Um, yeah, we were going to be at PodFest. Uh, we had a schedule conflict for that, but, but yeah. You're going to be there. I'll be there. No, I was going to be there, but we had a schedule conflict. Oh, so, yeah, womp, right? womp, womp. I'm going up for the I'm day. Sorry. I'm going up for the day. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of podcast conferences. It's just, is it just me? I mean, no, I, here's the reason. Okay, yeah. cool. I think we talked about this because, I mean, it's great to see. I got some good time in with JLD. Of course, I saw you. I think that's the first time we met in real life um, yeah. at, at Podcast Movement and, and connected with a few other uh, really cool creators. But, like, short of seeing your friends, like, there's nothing to learn. No, <laughs> like the, 100% not. There's, there's zero things. Yeah, and it's really good for a newbie podcaster, and I mean that with, like, all respect because – that's needed but if you've been in the game for a while there's only so many ways that you can say hey repurpose your content and you know blah 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 like we know, <laughs> you know what I mean? did did you have any so, uh so you bought a v friend and then you and her husband sold it and did really we well with it two and we sold it and we thought we were bawling because we're like yo three thousand dollar investment turned into a forty six thousand dollar which was an incredible flip on it but for, we for both of them or for two for two so okay, got together. it. Yeah, yeah. So I think we spent maybe fifteen hundred plus some on each. If you can believe we bought a Z friend for that, I can't even believe. It I now. was I closed my browser out. I I I, I was like, no, nah, I don't understand that. I, there's no shopping cart, and I guess I could set it all up. But I, I love Gary, but eh. And it was like seventeen fifty or something like that that day. Yeah, it was like right around May. I know, I know, I know. And so this, I remember the discussion that we had. I, we we had just gotten back from like a barbecue, and like we saw how much it was selling for, and we were like. I wouldn't spend $20,000 to go to a conference for three years. Like that's not worth it to me. We were thinking like, Oh, this is about a conference. Um, so we sold it. We're like, Hey, we can just pay off the car. We just bought it and we can use the money to invest in something else. And so we were super excited. And again, it's, it's still an incredible win. And I'm, you know, that's a lot of money. And so I don't want to like put that down, but now looking at what like, understanding NFTs and brand building and what Gary's actually building now, I'm like, Oh my God. But um, what we ended up doing is we took that money and, well, we paid off our car, which was great. We needed a new car, um, but then took that money and invested it in book games. We bought like an insane amount of books. Oh, I remember that. Book, please let me know. Like it's been stupid and they're not going anywhere. Nobody will take them. We took some to Goodwill and it's insane. Um, and then now we've gone heavy into V2 with the hope of being able to flip those and get our V1 back. <laughs> okay, hold on a second here. So don't you get an NFT with book games? E book games, it was a wild, most confusing ass thing. It's, it was yeah. ridiculous. And it's still going on. Um, you had the chance of getting it. So we had 28, 29, 30 book games. I don't even remember. And there was like a percentage chance of how many V2s that you could get from that. And you still had to pay $1,000 per um, V2. So we had like however many... And then we got 
the chance to buy six. So then we bought six V2s and then we went ahead and sold a couple of book games and then got enough money to buy another V2. So we're Why would somebody we, want to buy a book game? Well, this is what's interesting is no, why would you exactly if you're not going to get a V2 out of it? What is it? So the prices are super, super low right now. But if you listen to what Gary says, he says all the time, book games are meant to be played for life. So my hypothesis is to scoop up as many cheap ass book games that nobody wants right now. So what are book games, though? Are, are those NFTs? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're NFTs. I know, but yeah, they're not part of the series, too. They're not a part of series two. They're worth. They were to get you a series two, and now that people have series two, it's almost done. We're still going through a couple of special things. It, it there's no value to them, or so people see. But I just have the hypothesis: like he wouldn't have said book games are meant to be played for life forever without meaning that. And I know Gary enough to he's just going to screw with everybody. Where in like ten years, he's when nobody has any book games. He's like, oh yeah, you know. These mean you can have lunch with me or something. He's going to do something ridiculous like that. Mark my words. Like, save this recording. Bring it back. <laughs> so we're holding on to all of our book games, and I'm actually even buying more of them. Okay, so what about what about Series 2? Because I've been, I've been uh, scanning OpenSea for two days, and I don't know what to do with my life. Yeah, so Series 2 is out. They're... Um, they're not like they're, I think they're sitting at around one ETH or something like that. Point eight, said, point eight six, actually. Yeah. So he says he has some announcement at VCon um, about V2, and I'm not sure what those are going to be, but I mean, they are what they are. You, you see what they are. I, I, I think they'll go up in value for sure. Um, but like, the, but, but, but do you think it's going to be like series one though? Where like you can pay one, no, you can spend a couple grand for will, one, and next thing you know, it's 50 he grand. Will, throw himself in the ground and roll over in mud and like spit on an old lady before he lets V2 be anything like V1 because uh, he's saying that I will make every, I mean, I be, Gary, I don't know. I think this is another podcast. I don't know what to think about that dude. <laughs> like he's wild, but, um, well, he's so yeah. like, he's so gooped up on, on, on collecting and, and like baseball cards. I mean, he was making three G's a week when he was 10 flipping baseball. And that's a whole, I mean, do you understand the world of baseball cards? I mean, I, I didn't even understand them and I used to collect them. I had no idea what was going on. I still don't, but like the, you know, the I collect football cards. Okay. So like the rarity and all that other stuff, like, okay, that's, yeah. you know, LeBron James, rookie card, Michael Jordan. I'm starting to understand more, but if you go look at the character traits on here, like the, the polished poodle is like six bucks. Not really. It's two grand, but, um, but you pull up, you pull up a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what the entrepreneur elf. That's what uh, Fanzo pulled. That's trading at two and a half ETH right now. And then there's some that are at like ten. The black cat. So he's yeah, going in on these characters and the development. And like I've been watching the videos and the community text messages. I've been getting, but I'm still just confused. And I'm I'm a little. I'm just a little. Uh, I'm a little. You know, uh, this whole uh, is anything ever. I I bought into one project, Meta Meta Bounty Hunters. Uh, and it's doing really well, and it pays me um, uh, uh, weekly, uh, like twenty five bucks. But oh, still, um, still but, pay us something, right? Exactly. And I paid seventeen hundred bucks for it, and it's uh, it's worth about one point eight ETH right now. So um, I, I'm happy with that. But I've I mean, the rest have been like you know total total absolute lo uh, lose uh, losses. But just like you said, you got to be a practitioner. You got to get in here and figure this out. You got to get your nose broken. You got to you got to figure out. Um, you know, how this whole world navigates so that you can, you know, you can do something productive with it. So, 
Well, and also, too, I want to emphasize the point that you've got to, unless you're doing this, like, full time and you're really dedicating yourself to learning it, like you're going to play the stock market like that level, I would not play with any money that you can't afford to lose. So, again, not financial advice at all, but, um, you know, we haven't invested, like, the the money that we made off of V1, you know, we bought it, we paid off our car, we had just bought that week, by the way. And we took, we took all that money and invested it back into NFTs. And we have just, I think with the exception of maybe um, when Ethereum went way, way down, I think we bought one or two, one or two ETHs, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) And and besides that, we've just been flipping things and reinvesting in things. So we haven't spent any of our family's money um, outside of that, which is people who are really NFT people would just like throw up on me like because I'm not serious enough. But honestly, like from our family, our family's budget perspective, we're like, Hey, this is a really risky thing to be investing in like hardcore risky. We only need to invest stuff that we can just completely play with because it can all go crashing down tomorrow. Um, Tom Bill, you said, you know, and I agree, you know, with all my years of expertise with the financial space, but you know, it's, it's, it, it makes a lot more sense to invest in crypto than NFTs, really. Um, so he, his portfolio is he's really going heavy on that, even even though he's an NFT project founder. Um, so that's kind of like our stance, too. So anyway, all that to say, yes, play, but just play with money that you can completely lose because it's very likely you could. Yeah, you got to, you, you know, diversify, y'all. This is not financial advice. Uh, but um, I... Uh, I've been going. I've been going big in in crypto too. Instead of buying NFT projects, um, I have been just to decide because there's so much you can do. I mean, I I'm in a mastermind group, and the, the guy that's in charge of the mastermind group has is added a million bucks to his net worth because of the moves he's made. He bought four mutant apes, which gave him 120 thousand ape coin, which he staked pulled the money out, borrowed money against all his existing assets, bought more uh, crypto and more NFTs. And literally his NFT portfolio has added a million bucks to his platform, to his net worth, which I'm like, if you look at this now, like your money's not doing shit in the bank. So if you take the money, if you don't, not all your money, but again, this is not financial advice. This is just what I heard. I don't know shit, but um, uh, you know, if you got 10 grand in the bank and you take five of it and put it in Bitcoin, guess what? Bitcoin continues to go up. It's not going to be five grand for long. Of course, the, the opposite is it could go down. Absolutely. But what I've found is that I can put crypto. I use Celsius and Coinbase. Celsius is really cool because you earn money on it. But a lot of these platforms allow you to earn on your crypto in addition to the crypto going up, which is even better. But more importantly, you know, if you look at you know the world's wealthiest people, they they borrow against their own assets. And, um, you know, crypto is allowing all of us to be able to go do that. You can take, you can go buy crypto, you can borrow against it, and you can also earn against it while it continues to go up. So I think having a, you know, a good fair amount of, of, of the diversity being in crypto is, a, is an absolute no burn because it's, it's where we're going. And you look at the executive order that the president signed, which nobody really knows what that means yet, but that means that they want to actively be part of this process somehow, some way, but you're right. It could all go crashing down tomorrow. Um, I, I'm a gambling man and I would say it's probably not going to, but, um, it's yeah. it's been a wild ride to say the least. We're we're doing um we're we're taking some classes right now and trying to learn and educate ourselves because I don't know about your background. Neither one of us um, was taught any kind of financial literacy. So now that we've, you know, 
are financially stable and we have extra money to invest. We're like, what the hell do we do with this? Cause we were, we didn't grow up in that. Our parents did the very best that they could, but we're learning this for the first time. And so anyway, this is coming from a newbie, but um, our safe stance right now is just 50% on everything. So, you know, if we have X amount of dollars to invest, 50% goes into crypto and then 50% of that goes in, you know, our NFT returns will go back into um, another project or something, but just kind of like halving <laughs> all of our risk until we learn more. Um, but it's, it's scary. I mean, it's not scary. That's not true. It's, it's intimidating. Let me put it that way. It's exciting, I think, but um, it's a whole new world that we're, we're, we're just still newbies in for sure. <laughs> Pun intended. Well, I, you know, it's just been so incredible to watch this journey unfold for you guys. I hate that word. I wish it was a better word than journey, but um, it's it just been great to see this. It's it, not only, it's great to see your friends win, but it's also extremely encouraging when you're a peer too. And it's, you know, it's, if, had you guys not done this, I don't know that I would have started an NFT podcast. And, and Are you glad you started the NFT podcast? <laughs> I, I am. I, I am. Good. I mean, me and my 6,000 downloads, let's go. But you know what I'm doing lately? I get, I get, I get up, hit up a couple times a day for, for potential guests. And I'm like, we, we have a, we do, we just charge a booking fee now. So it's 250 bucks to be on the show, or you can gift us your NFT from the project. Oh, so we just had the first Did yet. You know- we just had the first yes this morning. You know this to be true. I mean, like, yeah, numbers can be, quote, lower on podcasts, but conversion is the most important thing in the world. So I know shows who don't have as high numbers, but those numbers are converting into um, customers. And that's the most important thing if you have the business model that I know that you do. So, I mean, who cares about numbers if they're not converting, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Well, that's the thing. I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out the crossroads between podcasting and web three. And I think the only thing that I've been able to come up with so far is I, I, I can, is bringing my talent to the world of web three, meaning the live events. I was able to get on stage at Miami NFT week because I met the founder at South by, and she was like, how do you want to get involved? Do you do any MC work? And I go, not anymore. Um, she goes, would you want to moderate a panel? I go, I absolutely can moderate a panel. No problem. Um, but where I'm best used is to kick the day off and to bring people back from lunch. And I can come out and just give a little bit of monologue. I've been doing comedy for about a year now. I can write a little monologue, a little, little serious, a little funny, and tons of energy, uh, and kick the day off or bring everybody back from lunch and bring the next speaker on. And that's what, I, that's what I'm able to, to provide for, for the event. She goes, that's actually a great idea. So here I am with Mark Cuban and Grant Cardone and all these people on stage at Miami NFT Week. Not really an NFT person other than knowing that you know it's not about who you know it's who knows you make the right relationships but then when i got there i started to realize you know based on i host another podcast called uh for for outlet called grit daily out of new york and um they're, they're they cover the world of startup and blockchain and and uh, that was the reason i was in south by and i'm, I'm learning that I'm, I'm meeting people that i've already met before through those relationships and by the way i'm hosting the grit daily podcast because gary v introduced me to jordan french in 2018 and was ridiculously excited about it and we didn't know why and four years later we know why we've now launched the show in january and things are going great but i figured you know it's things like trying to find my place in that world as well grit daily covers the world of startup and blockchain there's one area 
podcasting. Cool. Um, there's live events. I can bring my I can bring my talents to the stage, and then of course having the podcast. I my my one rule, Heather, is if it if it doesn't have to do with podcasting, I'm just not doing it. I mean, I'm at a place now that I am so anchored into my purpose and and the work that I'm doing and the impact that I can make through podcasting and then also the stage and the content that I'm creating that doesn't make sense to do anything else. So, um, you know, trying to, trying to bridge this gap of like, how do you, cause I've gotten hit up. Can you, you know, do you want to talk at N- 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 NFT NYC? And I'm like, what's the, what is the conversation? So I've been starting to brainstorm. I'm going to come up with it. I'm going to figure out a way to bridge web three and podcasting together to help people better understand. I think it's probably going to come from a space of, you know, there's a lot of skepticism around both and people don't know and they don't understand. And where's your place in this world? And really kind of you know, uh, comparing the, the, the two starting a podcast and, and getting, you know, getting your band, um, uh, acclimated to, to, to web three. So I don't know how it's all going to work out, Heather. I just know it's going to work out. Well, I, I, I really want to highlight the point that you said, if it doesn't have to do with podcasting, you're not doing it. And I think that's something that we can all learn from as leaders and creators is like, what is our thing? And are we brave enough to put a stake in the ground and say that you're not going to waver from it? Um, because that means you're mission oriented and you have a goal and a vision, which means it's going to come true. I love it. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love you so much, friend. You're so uh, you're just a just a ray of sunshine in in, in my life, and uh, I love what you and Rich are up to. And I, I just love you as a creator and just a human being, and just so blessed to have uh, human beings like like you in my life. And finally got you on the calendar. Finally got you on the show here. I'm like, I want the backstory. Damn it. So uh, we we got that done here. So any final thoughts for our listeners here on NFT Suck? Yeah, I want you to go to. Apple, and I want you to rate NFTs suck. I want you to do a written review and five stars because this is a lot of work and it's a labor of love. So make sure that you give back to Sebastian and do that for me. Pretty stinking, please. Oh, that's good. That's a good CTA. I'm going to do the same thing. I don't know. I may, I, I feel like I've left you guys a review, but I'm going to double check and make sure I have it. Most definitely. The link's going to be available uh, in the show notes at the description of this podcast episode. If you happen to be tuning in live here on Twitter Spaces, thanks so much for hanging out. And make sure you're subscribed to the NFT Sucks podcast and NFTs for Newbies. You can find both those podcasts wherever you consume podcasts. Heather Parody, it's always a pleasure. We'll have to have you and Rich back on the show once the rebrand's all done and you guys have 9 jillion downloads, which will be in like, <laughs> that'll be in like December. So let's let's get that on the calendar. We'll be here, friend. Thank you so much. Thank you, Heather. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of NFT Suck. I sure do appreciate it. And I hope you're leaving this episode with at least one or two things that you did not know about the world of NFTs before you hit play. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. Until next time, friends.